It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. Hello, I'm Ros Russell, the editor of the Evening Standards Vaccine for the World project. Over the next week, we're taking over Tech and Science Daily to bring you the people behind the scenes tackling COVID-19. Today, we're talking to Natasha McEnroe, Keeper of Medicine at the Science Museum in London. Natasha is the curator behind the museum's amazing COVID collecting project. She's also planning a major exhibition which will showcase the global effort to develop vaccines. That'll open next year in the UK, India and China. Well, being a keeper is a sort of archaic term for being a very senior curator. So my job is I manage the medicine curators and I'm in overall charge of the amazing medicine collection at the museum. The Science Museum started collecting COVID-19 quite early on, round about February 2020. And I think the reason that they launched into it so quickly is because of history. As soon as it became clear that, that this pandemic was another big one. You know, for the medium to long term, I'm optimistic, but for the short to medium term until this time next year, certainly I think we should be planning for this for what I consider to be the long haul out into 2021. They immediately started thinking, what they could get their hands on to add to the medical collection at the museum. We decided quite early on that the the main things about the pandemic that we were going to be concentrating on was testing, communication, the fact that the pandemic hasn't affected all of us equally, and of course the subject of vaccination. So these together really form the heart of the COVID collecting at the Science Museum. My favourite object in the in the COVID-19 collecting is also the one that we have on display and definitely sparks a huge amount of interest in our visitors. And that is the empty vaccine vial and syringe that was used to, um, to vaccinate Margaret Keenan in Coventry University Hospital with the first COVID vaccine that was used in an international rollout programme. You're part of a moment of history, the first to receive this vaccine. How does that feel? Oh, I, it hasn't sunk in yet. I, don't, I can't really answer that question yet. It's just really, I, I, I don't know what to say. It's just overwhelming, I suppose, really. Yeah. We've been lucky enough to be in touch with, with Margaret Keenan herself. I had a Zoom call with her and took my laptop and showed her the display in the, in the display case, which she thought was hilarious. She kept on saying, that's been in my arm. 
As the keeper of medicine, can you tell us how significant the COVID-19 vaccine is in, in terms of the history of medical breakthroughs? We're currently living through what is one of the most important events of, of this generation's life and will impact on generations to come. So one of the reasons that we, we leapt into action was actually through looking back in history and in particular, the, the biggest pandemic the world has ever known, the Spanish flu. So right at the tail end of the First World War. But strangely, despite the fact that this was an, an enormous medical disaster, there's very little objects that were saved within museum collections now over 100 years later. Um, the fact that it coincided with the end of the war, perhaps. The fact that with um, medical objects, a lot of them are designed to be destroyed soon after use as part of infection control. But there's also the emotional element. Spanish flu was a, a deeply traumatic occurrence. And I wonder if there is an element that people deliberately didn't keep things um, for the future. So the Science Museum even became a vaccine centre. How did that feel for you? Science Museum being used as a vaccine centre was something that was enormously exciting for our staff and our visitors alike. It just felt like a, a really appropriate use of our big spaces. So we were really excited about it. On a practical level, it was great for the curators who are collecting because literally early in the morning, the day after it closed, we were able to be there bright and early with our bin liners and collected these, you know, tiny snippets like the, the lunch break rotor, um, sketches, thank you letters. And all of this is now becoming part of the Science Museum collection. For me personally, it was it was um, quite an emotional thing. In fact, um, I, I myself had my own vaccine there and so did my husband and my children. And that was something that was really important for us to actually have our COVID vaccines at the Science Museum itself. Let's go to the ads. We'll be back with Natasha in just a minute. Why not hit follow in the meantime? Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. How important do you think these projects are to reinforce public trust in vaccines? I think I think museums can play a really, really important role in encouraging public trust in vaccines, in medicine and in, in science more, more generally. Museums haven't got an agenda. We're, we're interested in inspiring, in entertaining, in educating and provoking thought. So I think that you know, people do trust, particularly, you know, they trust what the Science Museum has to say. And I think that's that's something that's that's really important. We can, in fact, you know, do the, the expert research, you know, that, that would be impossible for people to do who have, you know, who have other jobs. And that's something that does, I think, provide a, a public service. So you and your colleagues decided there was a need for a wider exhibition focused on the vaccine itself. 
Can you tell us why? So our, our immediate decision at the Science Museum was to put some of the um, COVID-19 collection on display at once. And I'm pleased to say that, you know, seeing our visitors on gallery gathered around the objects and looking at them, they, you know, just from chatting to them, they, they seem really, really interested to see their current lives within a museum. So with that as a starting point, we launched a, a big international project specifically around COVID vaccines. And this is this is a really exciting project for us. So we're in partnership with science centres in India and China. And the three of us are working together to create individual exhibitions, but with overlaps globally, that will all be opening simultaneously in late November 2022 and um, and they're then going to be touring nationally in each of the host countries. So this is a, a really exciting opportunity for us to be working with international colleagues in an area that of course affects all of us. That was Natasha McEnroe, the Keeper of Medicine at the Science Museum. Coming up tomorrow, we speak to Charles Pansulo, a freelance journalist from Malawi, to find out how a vaccination van is encouraging Malawians to get the jab. Some of the recipients say that they did not have the right information. So they were told this vaccine is coming there to depopulate Africa. If you're going to get the vaccine, you're going to be infertile. Others have been told that, you know, if you get the vaccine, you're going to get sick or even die. Join us tomorrow from 1pm and in the meantime, take a look at Vaccine for the World on standard.co.uk where you'll find more stories of how the world is tackling COVID-19. Look for it under the Optimist section. I'm Ros Russell. See you tomorrow. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.